From the great state of Texas, you are now listening to Skip the Noise Podcast, a Rounded Edge Media production. Thank you so much for joining us. And by us, of course, I'm only referring to myself, Benji, yours truly, here for another fantastic solo edition of the Skip the Noise Podcast, while we are here live on Podbean. So you might have noticed the audio sounds a little trashy, a little less quality than you're used to. Not that we're the pinnacle of quality, but it's a little bit better than this, so bear with it. But what I'm going to do here is I'm going to do a little bit of an introduction, maybe take a live call if anybody joins in, cover some local Harris County news, uh, share my thoughts if I feel inclined to interject at certain points, and uh, and basically introduce what I'm going to uh, edit together as another, another compilation. I haven't done one of those in a while, but you know, I was just feeling it, walking my dog, walking down the street at night I'm the only person on the road and I just happened to flip back through some old episodes of Skip the Noise you know where it's very re-listenable you can go back and rehash those old episodes and uh, wax nostalgic a little bit when you look up at the moon and you know take in some thoughts and it's a good retrospective right of what was going on because we stay current you know we cover the current events so current sometimes we cover breaking news right on the spot sometimes we beat very popular news outlets. I, I get, I take great pride sometimes when we hit a story and I hit publish and I put it out before breaking points or I get it out before Joe Rogan. Check the stats, man. It's right there. You can go back through the back catalog numerous times. Uh, I think the invasion of Ukraine happened live while we were recording. So, anyway. I'm sitting here getting a little kind of boosting or blowing up my ego a little bit. That's not my intention. Well, my intention here at the current state of affairs is straight from your mother's womb, doing shrooms with your brother. It's your favorite brothers on another Zoom. Well, just one brother in this instance because it's just me, the singular. From the greatest of the southern states to the fake craters on the fake moon, from the fake moon landing directed by... None other than Stanley Kubrick. And I was about to say, I was about to attach him to a movie that's not his. So I'm glad I paused. But anyway, without further ado, on the uh, the Benji Live show that can get a little goofy, uh, let's get some local Harris County news. Because the county that I reside in provides, in my opinion, my personal opinion, my humble opinion, some of the best, most entertaining local news of any fucking place ever. Okay, so this is from KHOU. A 79-year-old vet says homeless woman ran him out of his tomball house, drained his bank accounts. And this is a cold, I have no idea what this is about. I'm just going to read it for you. Excuse me. Joe Witten. It's kind of weird because that name sounds familiar. Wasn't planning to buy cars, drain his bank accounts, and move out of his tomball home. But after helping a woman in need, that's exactly what happened. Once again, excuse me. Had a little belch. Uh, the author of this article is Grace White. So all credit. Uh, and Corey McCord. So they collabed on this thing. So all literary credit. If you're a long-time listener to Skip the Noise podcast, you definitely know that I'm a fan of local news stories. And what about what I like about stuff like this, you know, in these articles that I read, 
I try to really read between the lines. I try to really break it apart <clears throat> and see what they're trying to communicate. Sometimes you can really pick apart, you know, even something as a cold news copy read. There's little nuggets of personality that kind of poke through and you can kind of get a little bit of a psychological read on Grace White. So let's see if we can do it in here. I don't know. Maybe I'm making big promises I'm not going to deliver on. We'll proceed. Harris County, Texas. 79-year-old disabled veteran. God damn, why do they fuck with the disabled veterans? Seriously, that, that's a, an opening right out of the gate. I hate this fucking homeless chick. Already. I haven't even heard her side of the story why she ran this old man out of his house and drained his bank accounts. Maybe he was a piece of shit. But we'll find out. Said he was scammed out of thousands of dollars by people he was trying to help. So now it's people. I thought it was a homeless woman. Now, his home is trash and his credit is ruined. It's so bad he had to move. His neighbors are fed up with what's going on. And they too have called the police to find out what's going on inside the Tomball home that Roma Joe Witten used to call home. Okay? I wish a thousand times I never helped him, but I did. Helped them, but I did. I did, Witten said. He said it all started with a homeless woman he decided to help. I wonder if he had ulterior motives. What'd this homeless woman look like? He said it all started with a homeless woman he decided to help. But you can't help a thief and a liar, he said. He said after she moved into his house. See, they didn't. That's not what we were thinking was going to happen. Do you, you see? Okay, already. You see what they did there? Okay. But you can't help but thief and lie. He said after she moved into his house, his car was stolen and she disappeared. Eventually, she showed back up at Witten's home. This time, she was with a man and asked for help again. The fucking nerve. A few months later, another woman arrived at his house. I said, I'll feed you and give you a place to stay, but I didn't intend it to be forever, Witten said. Damn, I'm sorry. I feel bad for this Witten guy. I feel like he's lonely, and they fucking preyed on that. They found a little bit of a crack, and they just exploited it, and the entire homeless community of this zip code tried to bend this dude over in his debilitated state of affairs. Ruthless, despicable, deplorable. He said his bank account had been drained and the people refused to leave. Witten said he has given up on the home and wants to sell it. Witten said one of the women even claimed to be married to him. She said, well, I lived here eight months, so we're married. I guess like common law is what she's trying to, the angle she's playing there. You're crazy. You lived in that room and you lived in my room back there, he said. While the KHOU 11 uh, news reporter Grace White was doing this story on Wednesday, so she's now referring to herself in the third person. Hold on one second. He was doing the story Wednesday. Okay. Neighbors showed her photos of the police being called to his home earlier this week. Lots of activity of people we don't recognize in and out of the house at all hours of the day and night. Neighbor Jenna Cordell said, Constable Mark Herman, I've seen dude's name, I've seen it around, 
said one of the women living at the house had been arrested for an unrelated theft charge. Not surprising, to be honest. Uh, when White said, or when White went to the house and knocked on the door, someone was seen peering through the window, but no one answered the door. Two law enforcement agencies, the Harris County Sheriff's Office and the Harris County Precinct Five Constables Office, said they're investigating. The Texas Department of Family and Protective Services is also looking into Witten's situation. Okay, so this is not. First of all, this is not what they, the headline would lead you to believe happened. Okay, this guy just basically got preyed upon, and these people were taking advantage of him. You know, it's not. Uh, it's out of. Is that really newsworthy? I don't know, but anything that they can throw into a headline. See, I'm just. It's a little education here, just how they do it, how they get you. It's how they get you. Get you with those clicks, like Tomball. Oh, look, I live in Tomball. How can that happen here? No, Tomball. I'm making a joke. Tomball. Man, Tomball. Fuck Tomball. I just talked about them today because you know what happened to me? I used to work in a town sort of adjacent to Tomball. And I would have to drive all the way back here to uh, Cyprus at nighttime. Very late. And there was this one, right when you get into like what a Main Street Tomball, which is actually 2920. <clears throat> But once you're in, like, Tomball, like the town Tomball, uh, the speed limit on Main Street abruptly cuts from, like, 55 to 35. So there's this one little spot. And it's hard because, like, you're on kind of what is, like, sort of a two-lane kind of country freeway, for lack of a better term, where it's just kind of, like, no holds barred. Like, there's nobody around. So you're coming out of that sort of deep pocket, and then you turn back into – to Tomball, which kind of falls right off of 249. So you're starting to get kind of back into a little bit of civilization. But right when you get to um, 2920, uh, I mean, it's still 2920, but like it turns into basically Tomball, like Main Street Tomball. <clears throat> uh, the, yeah, the speed limit goes back down to like 35 in, in within like 10 feet. So it's it's obviously a great little speed trap. So the, at night, I would always see the little <clears throat> Tomball police car tucked away, very strategically hidden from a oncoming motorist. And one time they got me. You know, it was late at night. I was just driving. I was like, oh, I just kind of like, I, I sl most of the time, I did this every night. So I knew and I could catch it, right? I knew when to slow down. But damn, one night it just they just caught me. I was just kind of zoning out and I drove by, boop, and I saw them lights like, ding. And let me tell you, <clears throat> this was actually a little, like I was speeding, okay? And I was definitely speeding, I want to say it was like 20, 20 miles over the speed limit probably. Um, man, they weren't fucking around, I'll be honest. Like that was one of the most nervous stops I've had, even though it was just a speeding ticket. And I didn't have any, any other reason, like I wasn't drinking, right? I was coming from work. Didn't have any weapons on me. I didn't have any drugs on. I didn't have anything, any reason to be nervous. But man, they, uh, it was kind of intense. Um, the way he was talking to me, you know, normally they're kind of neutral in a speeding situation. It's kind of business as usual, like, yeah, blah, 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 then get it over with. There was an element of suspicion that made me a little uncomfortable. But anyway, the ticket was written. 
proceeded on my way. But anyway, that was interesting. And, and um, so, yeah, Tomball. Um, yeah. I, I feel like Tomball is kind of a negative town. They've got the German Fest. That's about it. Anyway, I'm not going to waste your time too much more. But I, I do want to kind of lead you into what I'm doing here. So, I've been, like I said, I was listening to a few of the older episodes, as I do sometimes. Uh, I'm very proud of the back catalog that we've created. But even though we're based on current news and discussing current situation as they apply to the world around you, sometimes I think it's fun to take uh, a retrospect. Like, like I've said, I've declared, and I'm not embarrassed to admit this, I'm a fan of our own show. Otherwise, I wouldn't create it. Why would you create something if you weren't a fan of it? Because if you weren't a fan of it, then fucking change it. Skip the Noise has allowed me to create the fucking perfect thing. I was a musician years and years ago, right? <clears throat> I did that, and that made sense to me. That was something I pursued greatly to, to the detriment, mind you, of probably the advancement of my career. You know, But I did it, and I did it for a reason. I've touched on that before. So I'm not... I don't have any sort of regret for whatsoever for, for the time I spent uh, in that endeavor. And it all, it all started, though, through making – I've maybe documented this on another interview, like on, on a podcast or something. Myself and uh, Jay Wiggs, sort of the genesis of my musical career started – me and him with making these – or like the real origin story. <clears throat> him and I would make these mixtapes when we were in high school. We played basketball together, so we'd go on these road trips. And our coach was from New York. And he would bring down, uh, he was a hip-hop fan. So like on our bus trips to other schools, when we played road games, he'd always put on these fucking like dope-ass like mixtapes. He would get like legit mixtapes. And this is the 90s, like <laughs> like these old, like these legit-ass mixtapes he would buy in New York. You know, like that was the first like DJ Clue had his little minute or his little moment or whatever where he kind of blew up on the national scene. Well, this was like, dude, like years before that, we were hearing these these little DJ Clue mixtapes and shit. So anyway, being that that was sort of our little environment, so we would make our own, but we wouldn't just uh, on on cassette tapes, but we wouldn't just cut together like our favorite songs. But that's how it started, and we would try to impress each other, like who could get the most, you know, who could time it perfect. There's just like there's an art, right, to creating to curating sort of uh, music. So I'd try to find, like, we'd buy these little singles or we'd borrow shit from people. So we'd have the concept in our head and we wouldn't tell each other about it. And we would name them these weird fucked up things. Like one time I made one, uh, the entire time I was making it, uh, I was naked. Okay. So I titled that mixtape, I think something like the super, uh, super, Buck Naked Nasty Mixtape Volume 1 or whatever the fuck it was. And it had, God damn, I think I opened up with like, and sometimes like I wouldn't even play the whole song. i just play like the verse. So it became this whole thing where we curate all these like songs, but then we would also interject, um, you know, we try to do them thematically too. Like sometimes the last, maybe like the last verse or the, like the last line of the previous song would bleed into one so we'd make all these little connections like that and then not only that but like in between we would edit them and we got kind of good to we, we um 
we would buy like cassette recorders that had a smoother, if you know, if you're old school like me, you know what I'm talking about. Some of them have like a little smoother pause button function than others. So I wouldn't go for like the digital pause kind of scenario. It's more of the analog, like an actual button. So you could almost control the pressure and you can manipulate just a little bit, kind of like a fade in and fade out thing very briefly, but you could control it with the button. So we would do that and I would even chop up, um, like I would split lines up, right? Like almost like how a DJ does like back and forth on the, uh, like chop, chop, like you know, chops and screwed, right? Same thing. Like we would chop it like that. And then, then we even got to like re-recording them in a slowed down. Cause I had this one, uh, tape deck that would, you could manipulate the speed. So we were even making like chops and screwed mixes, but we would interject in the middle. And like I said, we can control, not like fading shit in, but it would have a little bit of an analog like to it instead of just a hard, like a digital cut. So it wasn't like a slice. It was, it was like a, it bleed, it bled into the next thing. So we got really good at kind of controlling that. And then we would interject, uh, whether it be like clips from, uh, like comedy albums or something, right? You'd, you'd make like these little interludes. So the game was to see as creative and crazy as we could get and then show them to each other like, dude, I've been working on this one for like a month, blah, 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 blah. And we'd get excited, dude, and we'd drive around. We'd be hanging out at night. We'd drive around and listen to this shit. And, and like I would get excited because I knew how he was going to react when like the next song came on, you know, basically anything. It was just, but it was so fun. So anyway, that, the reason I even bring all that up is because that sort of informs what has become now of what I do with Skip the Noise is what I just realized. Literally, I just realized that tonight. So I wanted to share that piece of uh, – so anyway, but what that led to, I should have backed up a little bit, making those mixtapes. So then to take it a step further, right, because you keep wanting – then it got to the point um, – where we'd trade in whatever recording device we were using and we started to get these karaoke machines. So it had a microphone attachment and you could hook it up like that. And this is before he even got a sampler. This was like the real basic, like mid high school type shit. We'd have these like cassette karaoke machines, which had two tape decks once again, which made it easier to mix because you could cut back and forth between the two cassettes and you could compile and you could almost like layer it. So we would do that, and then because we had the microphone attachment, you could layer, you could do your own shit. So we would add like commentary, we would add like singing, <laughs> fucking rapping over it, the whole nine yards. And then it started to become, we ended up just being a fucking band. That All that shit like spawned out of that. And we ended up being, he ended up drifting apart but I ended up being the front man of like a seven piece rock band with fucking saxophones and sh you know what I mean? Like it all generated just from that. Uh, and which, you know, when you think back and you trace the origins thing, sometimes you're surprised at like, Whoa, what have we done? Like, just like skip the noise, 135 episodes. This will be 136. You take a look back and you're like, Holy shit, man. That's a, uh, I'm very proud of that. So w what you have here, like I said, it's just like a celebration. Okay. And also banking on the promise or, or doing 
doing right on the promise of, of a week to week to week uh, spit out, right? Uh, so I'm going to play you a couple clips, man. Some, I'm going to try to mix it in. I think I'll open with one we had where we had some guests on because that was uh, – I'll give a shout-out to them. I'll, I'll let that be the uh, – I'll let that introduce itself, but then I'll also play a couple of, uh, couple of stories. Uh, but before I do that, I'm going to talk to my friend Eric a bit because he just joined the chat out of nowhere. Uh, Eric says, hey there. How you doing, Eric? Long time no see. You are an alumni. Oh, he wants to talk. All right. Let's hear what Eric has to say tonight on the Skip the Note. Here, come on, man. Jump in again. I didn't hit. Call, try to call in. I think it dropped, brother. There we go. All right. Let's hear what Eric has to say. Eric. Can you hear me, bro? What's going on with your connection? kind of internet you got there eric eric try again i want to talk to you brother can you hear me i can hear you now fantastic man how you been I'm, it's been a long time i'm, I'm doing good oh, um of course i'm spending the night away from home you know at a friend's place i mean so i'm trying not to be too loud oh okay well yeah keep it uh, don't wake nobody up um, is well, that by choice, or did you get kicked out of your dwelling? Yeah, are you doing? Um, it, it, it's by choice. Well, um, that's good. But I'm just spending the night, but I'll be back home tomorrow. Okay, well, that's cool. Just kind of visiting a friend or I'm, something I'm, like I'm, that. Yeah, and I'm and I'm helping him with like a couple of errands. Nice. Well, you're a good person. Well, that's but, good. But he's paying me for it. Thank you. Well, well even better. I was. And you get to crash in his place. Mm -hmm. Is he feeding you too? Well, I hadn't seen you on in quite some time. What's that? Well, yeah, uh, Benji doesn't do a whole lot of the live. Uh, you know, we record. I don't know if you check out our our regular program. Um, I've seen some shows. Yeah, man. Well, dude, go jump on Apple Podcast or whatever. Like this, the real. So I I jump on here sometimes just to like, um, you know, take some live calls. People the wonderful people of Podbean community such as yourself. Um, but I also do it just to mm -hmm. sometimes if we can't get together as a trio, um, I want to put something out and I want to put something out fresh rather than just rehashing old stuff. So, uh, I'll get on the Podbean. Uh, so that's why I don't do like a nightly show. I know right. some, there's a lot of Podbean, uh, podcasters, which do a great job and they, that their whole thing is the live show. But for us, it's just, it's just kind of me, um, putting something together. So, mm -hmm. But yeah, man, it's good to see you back. Uh, it's been a long time. Well, I'm still hanging out around Podbean. I'm still hanging out around the usual shows and a, and a couple of new shows. And Yeah, is there anything new I should be checking out that you've uh, heard lately? Well, th there's a show called The Pulse Podcast hosted by Brett from Alaska. You know, he does a headline news show weekdays at 2 p.m. Eastern time, which is 1 p.m. Central. And then huh. he, of course, does a Wednesday night variety show, and then and a couple other impromptu shows, and then, and um, and I still hang out over at the Ralph William Pod, the, excuse me, the Old Man's Podcast, and I still go in the the Ralph William Podcast some, and as well yeah. as the Beans and Bleeding Show, the Potluck Podcast, Socrates Two Alpha, the Doom, the Doomsday Podcast. 
Yeah, Eric, you're a virtual library you know. of the of the Podbean community. Every time you're on, man, you really um, mechanically spit out and advertise all these shows. Uh, I really like it. And the old man, he's been around for a minute. He's a Podbean OG, um, mm-hmm. as well Ralph as Ralph Williams. Too. Ralph too. Yeah, big time Podbean. Back when I jumped on Podbean, they were like I said, I've never had a big live presence. Uh, I I just dabble, you know, because it's fun. So I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not real familiar with all the. All the all the folks, but um, but I definitely know some of the names. I know some some have dropped off. Uh, there used to be some some very popular ones when I first got on. Uh, what's old boy's name? The the Obscurio Curio or something? The Obscure Curio. Um, yeah. La- what happened to him? Last I heard about him. Last I heard about him, he was over on Twitch doing his podcast. And, you know, oh, okay. Um, yeah. And so I know some people, Kai, who did that. And Kai, of course, of that podcast show, Proudly Radical, he's he's also over on Twitch still. And then okay. and I think Nonsense Password is over there three nights a week. Password. That's what, that's what I was thinking of. Plus Nonsense Password. Shows. Okay. So they're still doing their thing. They're just on different platforms. <clears throat> well, yeah. um, the Talking Corner podcast, you know, morphed into the Exotics Radio podcast. And hmm. last time I saw Cracks, she was over on YouTube and, and Twitch. But... <laughs> I think she's been kind of on an extended hiatus, you know, and I guess yeah, life happens. Family commitments must have gotten in the way. Yeah, man, Dude, um, life happens. Life happens. And then um, I know Lingalonga. I know he's had an extended hiatus from Podbean, but he's done pop up videos here and there on TikTok. But hmm. I think he's also been busy with work and and with the wife and kids. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's that's understandable. Um, um, we've had some lean times. But I've pursued, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and then, and then I'm oh, sure you oh. might remember when the Pod God was on Podbean, Aaron Jones, who sadly passed away three three years oh. ago in June. I I, I will be the random I'm couple not, show with. Yeah, and then there was like the random couple show with Glenn and Christina, but but that show who, has who, since who, been disbanded. Um, Eric, I got to be honest with you, I do, I'm not familiar with the. Uh, the person you mentioned that passed away. What, what was the what was the show and what was the name of the individual again? Um, I mean, he was known on Podbean as the Pod God, and but his his given name was Aaron Jones, but he had died in a oh well, in a re- hey, re- accident back in June of twenty twenty. That's oof. Rest in peace. That's um, awful. Well, um, I mean, I know you know he might have been kind of left leaning in in terms of like political ideology, but well, Eric, but that doesn't mean he deserved know, to die. So him is very, but, but well, I'll give you a little background on him. Eric, but he was seen as very saying? influential. Okay. You know, I'm, you I'm, think... I'm kind of giving people an idea of like, no, gotcha. it wasn't his political. I got beliefs. you. It was just a That's freak fine. accident. Yeah. That sounds like it's just a freak accident. I hope maybe there's more to it, man. Maybe somebody, uh, and I know I've talked to you a couple times on here, and I know you you lean to the you're a little more right leaning. Well, um, yeah, but which is, I mean, which that, I mean, I'm it's great. I'm I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna like talk down on it, especially a guy that's deceased. But um, yeah, but why I would think, you do that? Uh, had he still, um, I would not do that at all. But um, but the gentleman in question, like you know, he was seen as influential. Like if had he been here, you know. He would have probably been a big name over on TikTok because we're yeah they, maybe so flooded with influencers. Check this out, Eric. You know what I did recently? Within a couple months ago, I deleted What's TikTok. That? I fucking 
TikTok. I I got off of it because oh, I used I used TikTok. I used TikTok to promote the show. Um, I mm-hmm. finally, you know, after sort of a little powwow with my family, I realized that it did more harm than good. And I said, you know what, I'm not. I'm not well, going to do it. And, and I, I don't really, know that. I don't go on there I, as often as I like. It's it's a good app. Like, here's the thing. It's entertaining as shit. And I'm not saying it's all bad because there was I mean, definitely I've, things. I've downloaded a few videos there. Yeah. I mean, they definitely have things that are interesting. Like, it's informative. Mm-hmm. There's not. It's not all, like, wasteful. There's good stuff on there. I'm not saying. Yeah. But the format yeah. of the app is You've got very. There's a few influential people there. Oh no! You have a lot. Oh shit! Quite a few. That's an understatement, sir. Um, it's a very. Well, prob- probably it's the lot. platform. To be honest with you, it's probably the social media platform. So it was an actual. It was a decision. Mm-hmm. Not that my social media presence is anything to get in fucking impressed about, because it's not. But it was a conscious decision because potentially TikTok, uh, you know, is is an avenue that that could bear fruit mm-hmm. when it comes to things like that but i pulled the plug on it uh i sort of bought into the hype of the invasiveness of it now mind you eric that might be a smear campaign mm-hmm. um that might be sort of like a, a an american psyop right to say because everything i mean dude google everybody's got your fucking information so really if you break it all down what's the difference in tiktok having on your shit well there is one difference eric because the ccp at the end of the day has can pull the trigger mm-hmm. on decisions made by uh air quotes bite dance which is the corporation that uh the umbrella corporation that produces tiktok or whatever that relationship is but um eric you know what i don't want to get on a tiktok rant i have a question for you Mm-hmm. The, I want your thoughts on a particular event that happened because it happened in the time in between when I've spoke to you last. Uh, the United States military has recently been gunning down these unidentified flying objects, one being described as a spy balloon from China. I've heard um, about that. Okay, so what is your take? Uh, we've never really talked the potentiality of uh, alien life or anything like that, Eric, but I'm very curious to your thoughts well, on um, that subject. What do you think? I'm, I think it, it might be like multiple things like, um, you know, could the Chinese be, be, be trying to spy on us and, and our governments let them get by with it or are I they, mean, I, be, I believe it's possible, you know, if it's aliens that, that there, there might be something out there that, the government's not ready for us to know. And then another scenario is, could this be an inside job by our government meant to be some sort of pseudo, you know, event or, or psyops? Wow. You know, we really honestly don't know because, you know, and, and, and you know, w- w- you know, and I know a lot of the details are real sketchy. Very <laughs> to, to say the least, Eric. And I think your third option there, um, if, if you were in the same room with me, I would give you a little bit of a high five. Because I think you're on the right track. So I want to discuss my thoughts really briefly. Um, well, you're not the only one. Like Jeremy from the Cummings' Culture Podcast seems to be leaning in that direction too. Eric, you're amazing. It, no, the fact that nobody pays you um, for your services. I do it as a labor of love. Yes. Is, is unjust. Because like I said, like I pointed out before, you mechanically like rattle off these podcasts um, you truly are a Podbean staple, I feel. 
So um, hats off to you once mm-hmm. again. Like I said, for giving these shows love because pe- people are going to listen to Skip the Noise, right? That have no idea who any of these other shows are. Because I'll be honest with you, most of my listeners do not come from Podbean. They come from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, well, whatever. Well, so Podbean is really a hidden gem. I agree. I actually agree. That's why I haven't left Podbean. A lot of people... You know, they go to whatever, uh, you know, there's Anchor, there's, um, well, Anchor just got bought out, but there's, um, what's the one, uh, there, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but there's, there's a hand, Lisbon, you know, there's, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of different options, right, for independent podcaster. But I started yeah. with Pod, Podbean from the get-go. I did research, you know, what was the easiest, my, my main thing was I wanted to establish what was the quickest way from point A to point B. How can I get myself, Mexican Nostradamus, and Brown Python's voice on a microphone and out to the internet in the quickest, most smoothest way possible? And at that time, it happened to be Podbean. So that's why I've been with Podbean. That's why I'll stick with Podbean. And until proven otherwise, I'm going to stay with Podbean. That's the other reason I do these live shows is to kind of give back and participate in the Podbean community. Um, So thank you for all, all you do. I've also discovered Twitter Spaces, which I mean, I mean, in some ways it's similar to Podbean, in some ways it's not. But the, like the Twitter, Twitter Spaces, spaces have like they they have like that call in feature to where you can actually talk to other people, and I've never I've never messed with them like this. Yeah, no, this I mean, is fun. so I mean, a I've, little history. I've met a few people yeah. over there, and I've introduced some people to Podbean. Well, good. I, I, I try, you know, and I'll, 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 I'll advertise air quotes this show and I try as best as I can to get people. So one of the things about, if you're listening to this from Apple or Spotify, once I, cause I will, what I'll do with this, Eric, just so you're aware, full disclosure, um, I do take the recordings for this and I will then edit it into, um, a skip the noise weekly show. Okay. So I will do that from time to time. Right as opposed to the normal format that we do. So um, that being said, if you're listening to this through Apple or through other means, know that, um, yeah, Podbean is a good app. Plus, also, too, Apple only allows me to have, like, a rolling 100 episodes. And we've uh, skipped the noise. This episode right now will be 136. So, therefore, if you do the math... There's 36 episodes that just get sort of um, progressively rolled out. You know what I mean? Like kind of spit out to the trash. But Podbean, if you subscribe to us through Podbean, you have access to all of them because this is our host, is our podcast host. So that's one benefit of listening to us on Podbean. Plus, I might add, Eric, if you subscribe to us on Podbean, you can get notifications on your phone. Anytime Benji decides to go live and do an episode like this. Um, so if Eric calls in, you can also call in and join. You know? Mm-hmm. So Eric, what do you what kind of stuff are you doing for your friend that he's paying you money? Well, I carpooled him over to an antique shop today to for him to, you know, you know, rotate out like items that he's selling and then Tomorrow he's expecting um, a package to be delivered by FedEx to where to take over to an auto body shop. You know, you know, you know, getting some auto body repairs done to a vehicle. 
and 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 he because he's got a 1976 Lincoln Continental that he don't trust driving in the rain. Um, which I mean, I can understand why you you know want to keep antique cars in pristine condition. For sure. Wait, what kind of condition and, is that in? And if you, is he got? He I keep mean, it? the car is in is in very very good condition, but the only thing he's you know he's been talking about wanting to to get done is taking it down to Lincoln Land in down in Florida for like that that vinyl top part on the like on the back half of the of the car to be redone because the original like vinyl top is showing signs of like dry rod and he don't want to risk any kind of like rust damage when it rains so he, yeah no not and it's mostly kept in the garage when it's not drove copy that so hey this 1976 lincoln continental um <laughs> it, it's about as big as a yacht Oh, I love it, dude. Hey, thanks for the rehash because I was just about to ask you. My short-term memory is about equivalent to a fucking lizard. So I was going to ask you to confirm once again. It was a Lincoln Continental. That's what you said it was, uh, and but you mm-hmm. just did. You used you, yes, you just answered my question uh, before uh, before I even had asked that. So thank you. Um, that's uh, I'm into this. So he. I, so now we we've got we're about to go down a whole nother rabbit hole, Eric, because you just touched on another subject. So your friend, when I'm he goes to antique shops, right? He he makes purchases and then mm-hmm. he flips and sells them. Is that what I'm gathering happens? Um, he, he's been known to do that. Um, he, I mean, he, he the house that him and his partner live in. I mean, they've got a collection of like antique items, like like pictures and sculptures and what's the what's and, the craziest yeah, thing they have? What's the what's urns. what? It, what is the dopest object that they house? In your opinion. Mm. Come on, dude. I know that you know they got anything right off hand. I mean, I mean, like knives from Turkey. I haven't seen those. Um, (laughs) I mean, I know they've gotten like, um, I mean, he's kind of, a canvas picture of Marilyn Monroe. That's pretty cool. But, um, you know, he's also got, um, I never fell in love again until I found her. And candelabra, like, like candle holders, like that are, that have like these little, like crystal things that hang off of them. Well, that's cool. I mean, Hey, so Um, one time, Eric, Full disclosure. Oh, he's I, also got this. Do you, he's got do this you one care? little lamp that's also kind of a a fountain like that has like mineral oil. That that that's really dope. Oh, that does. That sounds fucking dope. Mineral oil. You know what I did? I um I procured mineral a sale. oil lamp. Yes, or fountain. Hell yeah. Hey, mineral oil lamp. Check. I'll sign. I'll co-sign on mm-hmm. that, Eric. And, um, and it's also a fountain mo- one. That's beautiful. That's even better. So <laughs> the best thing though, the best thing that I've ever sold or that I've ever flipped or like the, the most elaborate sort of uh, dopest performance, if you will, I had a right. ruby red set, like some collector's uh, glassware set. Now I don't have much interest in this, but I, I come upon, uh, sometimes I stumble upon things like this, right? And so... I sold this thing to somebody in Ohio, so I had to ship it. 
And this is, mind you, like 50 pieces of glassware. But I, Eric, I successfully, mm-hmm. I successfully packaged and floated 50 fucking pieces inside of a, a little box that I recycled off of bullshit that I got from my own job, mind you. I would over time, like, you ever heard that Johnny Cash song? One piece at a time. Didn't cost me a dime or whatever. So you take, it's a song about, the narrative is like a, about a guy who works at a, uh, a, you know, he's assembling automobiles. And every day he just takes one piece of the car and brings it back home. And then at the end of like a fucking year or whatever, he just, he has a whole vehicle. Anyway, so that's what I was doing. I was taking like little, little boxes at a time. And accumulating basically like, like shipping, uh, you know, I had all my packaging supplies pro- provided for. I probably shouldn't air this out, Eric. Why do you bring this bullshit out of me? Why do I? Why do you air out my? Uh, you force me to air out these these things that I've done. But anyway, so I shipped this thing out, man, in this box that I just acquired right for free, and um, I got even. I got like a five star rating on how good it was packaged on the app that I was using to procure the sale. Um, so high five, Eric. Right. You know, uh-huh. and I just, acu- I just, acu- like, because once you're in that sort of world, um, the shit just finds me. Like, I don't have any interest. I don't go to antique shops. I don't go whatever. I just put out that energy and people bring me shit. That's how that works on, on the Benji side. You copy that, right? I, I hear you. <laughs> I know I'm kind of messing with you, Eric, but I, it is good to hear from you. Um, what's the old man talking about these days, man? How's he doing? I was on. I, well, I kind of used to follow his show a little bit. Hey, and while you go, um, like, uh, spit spit some game. I'm gonna go grab another brew while you talk. Keep talking. Well, I'll be I right know back. On Mondays, on Mondays we usually have Monday co-host. Navigator Shonda join us. Tuesdays, we have Amber May from the Amber May Show there. Wednesdays, we kind of designate that as a wild card Wednesday show. Like, you know, we might have usual friends like Ashley from the Man Cave Sound podcast, Ralph from the Ralph William podcast, you know, as as regular contributors. Thursdays, Russ from the Outside Normal podcast joins us. And then Fridays, we utilize that day as our promote your podcast and small business day. That's amazing. And also on the old man's podcast show, we have, we have done like some like contest events where we we have awarded, you know, you know, friends and listeners of the old man's podcast show gift certificates to Glowflow Denver, which is the new small business in Broomfield, Colorado. What is it? And operated by podcast friend, Jay baby Glowflow Denver. Glowflow Denver. What is that all about? I'm interested. Glowflow Denver is a small business in Colorado that that sells like glow in the dark LED and fiber optic lighted okay. items like like hats, purses, hula hoops, um, LED you know, glow in the dark hats. That, like uh, hats, this is yes. so so, I, and I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to take a piss or take the piss, as the uh, fellas in the UK say. Um, is this more of like a novelty thing or is this a functional 
Is this like mm. a glow in the dark hat? I'd wear to rave. If I was in the nineties and like, I was on X, stuff you or would why, wear why would you have a glow in the dark to, fucking um, hat? I'm like you. You'd wear them for like concerts or got you. Any, okay, yeah, any other dude. like events, like an EDM festival or some shit that these kids go to nowadays. Something like that. Uh-huh. High five. Eric, um, and what I also of... pr- plug the website down in the chat. Go for it. Go no, for no, it. No, J- com, And I know JBaby would, yeah, is, is very appreciative of people's business. Well, JBaby, um, reach out to the Skip the Noise podcast, dude, and maybe we can collab on some. You know, uh, Eric, the best thing about me is I'm always open. Um, I have a positive mental attitude. That means I eliminate no possibilities. Okay, as long as it adheres to my moral code. I'm willing to take action on any sort of thing that is presented to me um, if it's in a positive light. So if J-Baby has some neon hats, right, um, or, or any kind of thing like it that. It won't be neon. Or go in the dark, dude, whatever. Is that not neon? Yeah, like fiber optic LED. Fiber optic LEDs. Like it, it, my kids are that, really into LEDs. Yeah. That's then that's great. Um, so J baby, if you are listening, uh, skip the noise podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Send me a message, man. Maybe we can work something out. Cause you know, Eric, one, one area J-Baby's a she. of, yes. Oh, it's she. I'm sorry. Not he. I'm sorry. She, but um, I'm sorry. J baby. No, no Girl. offense taken. No. Well, it, it's really not your offense to take, right? But it'd be J baby. So I apologize but, to J baby. But I, I just wanted to clarify that for you. No, I, and I appreciate you doing that. Cause I assumed, you know why? Because I, I have, I know people named J, um, that are males. And so just the connection made in my brain. So I just autopiloted and, uh, I gendered J baby as a male, uh, incorrectly. So thank you for pointing that out. And J baby, yeah. I'm sorry. From the bottom of my heart. Well, um, and I think also on the Old Man's Podcast show, occasionally the Old Man's Wife Grammy might join us and and cooking in Grammy's Kitchen shows. Grammy spelled G-R-A-M-M-I. Hell yeah. What is Grammy? What's Grammy's uh, famous dish? Um, In her cooking in Grammy's Kitchen shows. I mean... Yeah, I can't her, think what's of her one big... right offhand, but um, Eric. I mean, try. I'm, I mean, she, what's she's one? Always Give me one example. Look, looking to, I, I would imagine she's always looking to experiment with with recipes okay. that are sent to her, and um, um, uh, you know, and you know, and I know that she's probably made made like good like beef stews and um. You know, and, uh, I'm in uh, other delicious dishes. Um, even though I've never never been to Washington State to visit the old man and Grammy. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, Beef stews. Uh, uh, I, you know, I like make a ca- pretty casseroles. Eric, hell yeah, Eric! I got to tell you, I make a pretty a pretty significant beef stew. That's I've nice. got it dialed into a science. No, it is, and I've got it like I know exactly the fucking options to choose to make the the meat, the, the tender, not too tender. You want to have a little substance to it, Eric. And I want the flavors to marinate just right. So I know exactly how long to do it. 
I know the right vegetables. I know the spices. I mean, get the fuck out of here, dude. I can be, if you want, but then you can use it for multiple things, Eric. You can do it with potatoes, right? So you sort of got your, um, you know what I mean? Like your base, right? Like your carby base or the way I do it, man, you can even put that shit over rice to where it's almost like a kind of a, uh, a Cajun, a Cajun dish, right? And if so, I will augment the spices as such. But you can also, um, you can always cut it, like take the meat itself and separate the, the juice and make that a soup for, I'll do something else with that. But I'll take the actual beef and I'll separate it, Eric, and then I will make like tacos yeah. out of it. So there's unlimited directions you can go with that. Do you cook, Eric? What's your favorite food? What's your favorite food? What do you like to eat over there? Well, you're in uh, Georgia, correct? Um, you're, you're in Georgia, usually are you not? Usually when I'm at home, I'm, a, I'm, I'm usually accustomed to cooking, you know, at home, like like those Velveeta, Skillet, you know, Ultimate Cheeseburger, Mac, like there's some other hamburger helper, or the hamburger <laughs> helper, crunchy taco. Um, so like, just kind of like straight up. Chicken and pork chops. All right, so you're kind of just a... a... What's going on there? I'll let him uh, explain all that. But we do have Rick, aka the Brown Python, on the program. Of course, myself, Benjamin James. And uh, if I won't get mad if you if you call me Binky from here forth. So that just let that be on the record. But uh, we do, like I said, no Mexican, no Sudamas. We were very excited. We've got a couple of guests on very. the program tonight. Uh, that we are very excited uh, to get into some of these uh, topics and get their viewpoints on those. Uh, first and foremost, we have uh, Doc, who he hosts the Lamp Vicious podcast. And I will let you, sir, kind of explain um, what you do and, and your show and, and the organizations that you uh, work with. Okay, great, great. Um, as you can see, I'm live from Las Vegas. Uh, see in the background. But, uh, <laughs> uh, my name is uh, too. Yeah, my name is Patrick Doc Francis, and uh, I am the uh, one of the co-hosts and founders of the Lamp Vicious Podcast, um, also known as the Podcast with a Purpose. Uh, so, on our show, um, it is derived from our nonprofit, which discusses um, things that's going on in the community, such as financial literacy, uh, mental health awareness, and physical fitness. So, um, if you're into anything like that in the community, if you're doing something in the community. Uh, we are uh, we're looking for people to get on the show. We have it every night, Tuesday at 715. Uh, we've been doing it since July of last year. And uh, we pretty much had a show every Tuesday, uh, every week, except for the Christmas holidays. So uh, we've been rolling with that. Absolutely. And then also on the program, Miss Shazi, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us about a little bit about what you do. Hey, everyone. Yes. So um, I go by Shazi. Um, I also have my, my own streaming um, show that I do every now and then. It, it was pretty consistent at first, but then I started working in retail. So my schedule has made that not be as consistent, <laughs> but it's called Shazi's World Live. You can find it on YouTube or Instagram. I'm also a blogger, fashion and lifestyle blogger here in Houston. And I'm an ex-engineer going through a career change into interior design. So I've just got a whole, and I'm just passionate about a great many different things. So I'm just super excited to be on the show and, Thank you so much for thinking of having me on here tonight. Oh yeah. No, thank you guys. The, uh, the pleasure is all ours. Uh, Rick. Yep, so yep. what, um, 
big, I mean, the topic right now, the first and foremost, it's, well, there's a couple things, but um, th there's some ramifications of a direction it's going uh, in our country. So with the voter restrictions, Georgia, Texas, Rick, where do you want to kick yeah. it off and, and, and yeah, get into what's going on of with course. that? Yes, of course, of course. Um, so one, one thing that's been going on in the news lately is the um, Georgia, they call it voter restrictions. It's just the, the voter uh, reform that they have in Georgia. Uh, you know, one thing that we do is here at Skip the Noise is we skip the noise of the media, you know, the, the narrative that the media tries to push and so forth. Um, and I, I honestly, it, it's voter reform. I, I'm more bothered by the way that the corporations have reacted to this. Um, corporations that have nothing to do with uh, public policy, like Delta, Coca-Cola, um, and now the MLB, who's decided to move their game uh, out of Atlanta and into into Denver. Um, it, you know, all, just the entire story is, is a complete, you know, part of my friends is shit show um, with respect to what's been happening and, and the circus around it. Um, you know, some of the things that are in this law, they're not restrictive at all, um, I believe. Uh, what's been going on is, you know, since the since COVID happened, you know, they, they instituted the mail-in balloting and absentee balloting. And one of the things that this law does is it actually solidifies that. Of course, with some restrictions, um, with some actual rules. I think last, you know, the last time the last election was implemented, uh, it was done kind of haphazardly, you know, mail-in balloting and so forth. And it presented a lot of problems, a lot of speculation during the election. And I think what this does is it allows for mail-in balloting, but it gives it, it gives it rules now. It's more structured. It's not put together right away. Um, so I don't, I'm not sure it's restrictions. Uh, I think, you know, people read into the law, especially conservatives, they may not be too happy about it, but, um, you know, that's just the way it is. I'd well, like to get your thoughts you on it. I mean, do you, just a question. Do you think with the climate, though, that it does, I mean, the timing of it, you can see why the media, whether it's, I mean, conservatives will say, oh, they're painting a picture, they're creating a narrative. But, I mean, you have to admit that the timing of this does seem like it's, it is restrictive. It is the more, in other words, why not back end it and try to support all these new ways to voting as opposed to cutting them and, I don't know that's just my thoughts, but uh, well, I'd I think, like to hear what. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, no, no, no I yeah, just... I want to kind of turn it over to our guests too to see what, what y'all's thoughts. You know, there's payback. Like, you know, I'm not. I'm. I mean, basically on the on the level of Mossad and shit. You know, fucking Berlin Olympic style. You know that they're just yeah. taking each one out one by one. But but that's something's going on, man. That's fucked up. But that's what we were talking about. We've talked about this on previous episodes. Is that. Um, man, it's just put, it's a, just, it's a different package here, but it's, there's still the same shit. Yeah. Something's happening, man. Something doesn't make any sense in this at all. Like it makes zero sense. And here we are talking about another weird coincidence where people are getting fucking, you know, getting, and it involves the government and involves government completely, you know? Always. So, I mean, maybe dude, Maybe they were all in on it, and and you know whoever did it, Trump. I won't say names. Um, you know, it's cleaning <laughs> up their mess. You know, Trump probably more likely Trump, but um, but they're cleaning up their mess because these mm -hmm. guys were you know so. Oh, 
It's I a mean, dirty one business. Of the, one so of the questions they, they haven't asked from the huh? January 6th, one of the questions they haven't asked from the January 6th commission is, oh, um, oh, was boy. why didn't Nancy Pelosi give the aid when she could have to the cops? She could no, have, no. she could have called in more police, more reinforcements, but she didn't. She could you know have back and watched it happen. The president had to, the president had to do that. No, they're, if they were going after the Capitol, not no. the White House. Dude, the president has to make that call. That's why that did never happen. You can look it up. There's there's plenty of testimony regarding that. The president did not want to make that call, which was is why the he sergeant was, of arms who could make that no, call too. Could not make that call because they were waiting on the White House to tell them what to do. No, dude, this is all well documented. That's why Trump did it. He did not do it. He yeah. told everyone to so go now home. He's he murdering all these guys. Peace. He's murking all of his supporters. Oh, he doesn't, he doesn't have that kind of power to murk people. Oh, really? That's right. Really? Come on. Come That's on. Really? Dude. Come on. You know that, bro. You know that ain't come true. On. Dude. Dude. He's a, he's a brush on. billionaire, but he ain't a murderer. He's the no. well, first off, he's not. Let's not be honest. He's not a billionaire. He's no. in debt. And <laughs> the second part is. Is yeah, no, he didn't fucking dude. He, he could get someone bumped off, especially a bunch of like, you know, no, dude. No, uh, I, people, was, do, do you think that they're gonna let that happen? Yeah, with Trump. No, dude. They're gonna they're gonna go yes, after him. They're like, well, if he's murking people, they know we're gonna say nothing because this is all part of the political game, anyways. I mean, how many how, I mean, you know, fucking Hillary's body counts more than Arnold Arnold's during fucking total recall. I mean, Bro, Hillary's this... murked. There's so many bodies in the bottom of some fucking bayou in fucking <laughs> oh. Arkansas. Bro, it's just filled with her fucking enemies. I mean, dude, so to think that these guys don't switch off fucking murking people like 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 chess pieces. I mean, dude, no, man. Once no, you these, step into that office, that shit. so yep. Trump, regardless of what Trump's uh, business entanglements are, <laughs> broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his <laughs> he st- he st- he stepped into the arena of becoming the leader yep. of the free world. With that, um, it puts a whole another set of uh, you know options of buttons you can push to have people yep. removed from society. And think <laughs> about it, I mean? dude. He's in that club got- now, yep. and they can do that. He's murking people. He's murking people because he's covering hey. his tracks. Do you know who else was removed from society? What? Do you know who else was removed from society? Who? Australia who? Sky. They were removed oh. out of YouTube. No shit. Dude. <laughs> Dude, uh, that's good weird. Uh, like that was that. good. I liked it. I like what you and did there. You like that's beautiful. I love oh, the transition. We're just all, all dude. Stop, stop, every, let's take let's take five seconds just to pat all of each other on the back because i think that's one thing that we excel we we excel at at the skip the noise podcast is just making those little transitions so that was well done rick i appreciate that um but i want i do want to say right got y'all transition so yeah in australia so they were talking so if you don't know okay australians in our australia is in a pretty dire state of affairs They've got massive lockdown. Sydney is locked the fuck down. As a matter of fact, I was talking to a good friend of mine, Shepard from the Deep MCs podcast, uh, went over to his house and got the pleasure to finally, in a face-to-face, I met Aaron, uh, Shepard's co-host on uh, Deep MCs. So I spent a little time with them. We had some great discussions, as you do. You know what I mean? When you talk on a mic for every week. But anyway, um, 
I don't know, man. The crickets just mesmerized me for a second. Well, anyway, middle word, middle word, middle word, middle word. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of opposition from people this time around for the second round of lockdowns, and people aren't taking it anymore. So there's been protests going on all around Sydney, and um, the government has gotten pretty tired of it. So they've deployed troops to quell down the protests, Australian troops. Well, let's go back. They remove everybody's guns, first of all. Then they deployed the troops. Uh, and then uh, now they're finding people up to $10,000 if they speak anything against the lockdowns. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's yeah. on Facebook, right? They make like, yeah. our social media sounds, posts. Yeah. Sounds a now, little Australia's got like the Fox News of Australia. And right. they were removed from YouTube. Uh, and yeah, they were removed from, they were suspended on YouTube for a week for allegedly saying something uh, that wasn't true about COVID. I don't know what it was, they didn't say, but they're, they're very vocal against the vaccine. They're very vocal against COVID and China and of course the lockdowns. Yep. So <laughs> they're in some ways fueling this thing too. But I mean, you don't need to have a lot of fuel. People are pissed off already, you know? So anyway, I, I do have a friend who lives in Australia and uh, she's, she's a big lib. She's all about lockdown. Big She's lib. all about yeah. Big yeah. lib. Big, big lib. lib. Shout out, Ayo. Shout out, Big Lib. What's up, bro? <laughs> Keep it real, Big Lib. She she's all about lockdowns, man. She loves it. She thinks they're they're perfect. She, well, she that's why wonderful. she's so big. Yeah. <laughs> big lib put on that. <laughs> big lib put on that COVID weight. And big lib put on that COVID thirty five. Want to put on some that's right, that COVID thirty five. Anyway. Put on a little mileage. <laughs> Dude, I can't I don't believe know, you just man. called your friend fat. That's fucked up. Rick. Yeah, well, we you know, did. We did actually. We <laughs> did that. Pretty for sure, Rick. No, Rick walked us into that one, bro. I don't know, man. How do you, what, how, what do you think about that? About military going to civilians and uh, trying to stop the you know protests and locking everybody down? Oh, it's totally uh, fucked up. And and what I was gonna say earlier when I lost, I got lost in the woods with no compass, <laughs> is that so one of the things we were talking about when I was with Shepard. Um, he has a friend as well, uh, from Australia and she was saying that, um, yeah, like they don't even really want you going in your backyard. Like that's how strict these lockdowns are. Like they're not, I mean, they're not necessarily like enforcing like (laughs) arrests if you're in your backyard, but, um, she says, no, it's fucked up. Like there's military, like literally patrolling residential areas, um, and yeah, and they're discouraged from even opening the door and stepping outside of their fucking house. That's ridiculous, man. That's crazy. Dude, it, and, and it's the, it's not the, once again, the fucking craziness and the, um, what you should really be scared of is like the chain reaction or the, the, the ripple effect of this, not the actual stay in your house under the guise of like, you're going to spread the virus. Look what comes with that. Stay in your house. Stay in your house. Fucking sit there and think and become fucking basically insane to where you can't reason with anything anymore. You can't interact with the outside world. All you have now to put inside your brain is the shit that comes from outside that we give you. Dude, like (laughs) the fuck is going on with the world? You know start what, looking at start looking at this entire thing and how it developed 
dude, like, I, I'm not saying like whatever, but like, <laughs> we're fucking <laughs> under attack. Like, this is fucked up. This is a Western, this isn't China, bro. Where it's like, we kind of are like, okay, China, like they got their hands in everybody's pocket and blah, blah, blah. This is Australia. If it can, my point is, like, if it can fucking happen in Australia, you goddamn right it can happen here. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, well, maybe not. Well, we got guns. We got guns. That is a big difference. That is a big difference. Maybe not yeah. to the degree, but that's what they're trying. They're trying well, sneakier ways to make it happen here in different ways. They're using psyops to get it done here. Biden says that we have F-16s and atomic bombs. So, yeah, our guns right. are no, no match for them. That's what he said. Well, uh, well okay. He's gonna use <laughs> yes, it he said that. He did say that, but it's, yeah. but it, but it is essentially true. I mean, you shouldn't stop, but that's not a reason to take away the guns. But if the government ever decided to turn on the people pretty rapidly, we would lose. Guns do though provide a uh, a way of protecting your family and things of that nature. But if you're trying to wage a large scale war effort against the United States military, you probably want to have things made out of metal and like jets because yeah, it's just not going to work. But but the military said, should not be involved in civilian matters. What right. are you talking about? What are you, what are you the talking about? They're always involved. involved. Okay. Well, then tell, then tell Abbott next time he calls the the National Guard out on on you know BLM protesters and you know same thing. I mean, dude, the uh, military is involved in several instances. I mean, they yeah, were always the BLM involved. protesters. You know, they're like. No, it's okay if it's I love this. He's he's going into so, this big so, diatribe yeah. about freedom, but well, not if you're not like. I mean, if you're, if you're BLM protesting, you're blocking traffic. I mean, it's different. <laughs> exactly. Well, then you're just a speed bump. But like, in, <laughs> but in the end, like, you know, Australia is kind of a. It is. It is scary. I mean, that's some 1984 shit. It right? is, dude. And you know that's the thing scary. is, who's calling the shots now? Whoever's calling these shots is a dictator now. Probably a big koala bear. They're the dictator. <laughs> <laughs> a koala bear drinking a Foster's with that fucking yeah. crocodile Dundee hat and yeah. a big knife. That's and his he's, shot. And he's fucking cornholing a fucking kangaroo. And he's all dusty and shit. Yeah. And it's all post up. He's driving a Jeep. Uh, yeah, it's all stri- yeah. stripped. Yeah, time for like, a mask. He's driving a Jeep that's all stripped out, or it's a. You nice. know what I mean? Like a repurposed nice. tank or something Dude, with a boom, fucking boomerang and kangaroos boxing Wearing each spurs. other for money. Spurs just, on. Oh, just like they do in fucking Porter for cockfighting. It's like Austra- like kangaroos, <laughs> kangaroo well, boxing and shit. Wait, <laughs> kangaroo wait, cockfighting. Are you talking about Porter, huh? Texas? Fuck yeah, I am, bro. Or maybe New Caney. I'm sorry. My bad. Have, Most uh, of the cockfight rings busted. They're always what? busting cockfighting rings like on the outskirts of Houston every time. <laughs> What's wrong with people? So just pick a town. Pick a town. I guarantee you they fucking have cockfight <laughs> busted up. <laughs> I guarantee you, dude. Oh, I my God. I guarantee you. Do some Googling. And for and for those of y'all apparently not up on the world of cockfighting, it is apparently a very big deal. <laughs> that's, that's rampant. It's every city's cockfighting ring is quite apparent. <laughs> rampant Appar- down here Appar- in Southeast you know Texas. What? Those are facts from the Skip the Noise podcast. <laughs> no matter where you go, you're gonna find a big cockfighting ring. <laughs> that, that's a fact. Those are facts. Hundred percent. <laughs> 
cock fiery. It's a, there's, there's, you know what? In every town, there's a post office. There's like a fucking, in Texas, there's a post office, there's a Dairy Queen, and there's a cock fighting ring. That is true. <laughs> and a water burger. And a water burger right next yeah. to it. The cock fighting ring is situated between those two. The Dairy Queen and, and the Bucky's. And the a Bucky's, a water burger, and a cock fighting <laughs> fucking property. The cock fighting awesome. usually, be, usually it's at, uh, behind the Dairy Queen in small towns and uh, behind the water burger in towns. <laughs> 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 dude i guarantee you rick's laughing that cackle leads me to believe that he's he's totally on board and oh. i'm sure in laredo i'm sure he in laredo one. there's plenty of cock fighting dude no it no. was running one rick was I'm running a cock fighting positive one. that laredo <laughs> oh, has had issues with busting fucking cock fighting rings no it, if you walk into another laredo laredo's not no. <laughs> <laughs> No, it, they have actual arenas. In they have like a task force. <laughs> they have like goddamn fucking tw- 1,200 <laughs> capacity fucking mini arenas. They do. They do. I've seen oh them. Oh, my God. I, I believe <laughs> you. The, I'm laughing. The bullfighting. My, cheeks, my cheeks are sore because I believe you. I know they oh do. Oh, my God. It's right oh after the bullfighting. Yeah. Oh my god! And you, <laughs> no, it's such a thing. Uh, you think I'm like, like if you go, so if you're in Houston, and you just stop at like a, you know, your local hood gas station, you can <laughs> buy a plethora of, uh, you know, baseball caps, right, with all kinds of cool shit on them. You know, you got your regular, your Texas, or you got whatever Houston H Town, or you got like your Mexico hat, or your whatever but then you also every time this is a head you have yeah oh yo yeah big time best but you also the one another one that you're always gonna see it'll have a rooster on it and it'll say cock true (laughs) you think i'm kidding i it's true it's true true 100 that's That's a selection yeah, have stuff, like the, the, the red, green, and white on the back, you know, or the front. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Just> like, <we're laughs> down. Like, like, we support this. We we put our fucking cultural stamp on the the fucking very idea of the cockfight. This is awesome. Yeah. This is so great. And if you want to see a cockfight inside the loop, you go to navigation and 610. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can go inside the loop. Hey, bro. Yeah. Hey, bro. That's a little close to fun. where I'm from, bro. Don't, don't talk about the cockfight. Yeah, take, right? take it easy. We keep that shit real out there, okay? We, we yeah, give man. them all a chance. Everyone's got razor blades on their feet. Um, so... <laughs> So going back to the whole beginning of this whole thing with the troops in Australia, <laughs> and I imagine the cock rings in fucking Australia are really going to be yeah. those things. It's everywhere. Um, do that shit. What do you de- So you guys worry that that's the model for here, right? They're just going to tell us uh, inside. Like they're man. testing it. Like Australia might be the test because um, it's like, <laughs> oh, it's kind of like America, you know, but not really. Uh, they're not um, i mean they're cool Australians they're not totally it's different cool, i mean but it's not it's not the same it's not it's a little bit different i mean if but if you look at it culturally they're probably two places on the earth that are most similar to the united states or australia and canada would you would you argue yeah, that no, you know what yeah. i mean yeah i was about to say so yeah. so just from that angle in other That's words it gives 
it gives a blueprint <laughs> of like how that could act. Somali, yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, it's Somali. like it's almost like mirror images. <laughs> Damn it, what's wrong? Uh, you know, yeah. He's Chicago, man. He's out here. <laughs> you know, he's getting that. Uh, what do they call that syndrome? Uh, where you fall in love with your kidnappers? He's already on that. Uh, Stockholm. He's getting Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, he's Rick is suffering from Stockholm syndrome. They might, oh, may or may not boy. give him an extra cup of coffee tomorrow morning or a slice oh, of pizza or something. Oh man, that'd be nice if they did. It's just oh. cheese. He got well, it from He's had to do something special for him tonight if he's gonna get that yeah, dude. Oh, they, got, they got him a five dollar pep from uh little yeah, they do bro nah, he's gonna man, get worked up he's gonna I get wish. worked up for that fucking hey so whenever whenever they kid rick i got a question for you sir so whenever they did kidnap you i know they definitely took you across state lines and took you somewhere else did you guys fly? And if you did, what airline did you take? Was it was it oh, Spirit? <laughs> was it Spirit Airlines? Bunch of fucking professionals. You know what? Nah. I didn't know, but I know that. You know what I know for a fact that it wasn't Spirit. Because Spirit. if it was Spirit, if it was Spirit Airlines, that you'd be in the airport. Flight on, you'd still be in the fucking airport, and you'd also. But, be but in hold a, on, hold on. You'd be Quick in a Lord of Flies scenario where you'd be fending for yourself trying to eat the last snickers after you looted the fucking <laughs> little convenience store inside the airport but quick yeah, point to make right if, if if someone's going to kidnap and take people across the united states on an airline it would definitely be through spirit right I mean, <laughs> no it would I be mean, right spirit's pretty fucking ghetto dude i mean if someone's <laughs> gonna be doing that like you could realistically say oh oh yeah they're doing that on spirit right yeah oh dude spirit spirit <laughs> there's probably. so many like prisoners on spirit and like people that have been kidnapped and sex trafficking like the whole plane spirit spirit probably accounts for 85 percent of the child trafficking uh logistics in the united <laughs> states percent. No, i'm, I'm like, sure they're, they're worse than like the triads they just they market Bro, they don't, children they, everywhere they don't even look at your id so what if, you, if you're wondering like what the fuck are these guys talking about if you're if you're not uh you know on top of all the news like the skip the noise trio is and is known to be you would you would know that uh, recently, Spirit Airlines, over the last like four or five days, which been canceling the airport. airports are.